And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Visit DirecTV.com. Claim based on total games offered on national and regional sports networks with choice package or higher. Availability of RSNs varies by zip code and package. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. If everything goes off of Eastern Pacific, you might be second. That's fair. But Eastern's first. I agree. Then Central, then Mountain, right? Mountain time's fake as far mountain as Mountain time concerned. is absurd. Get yeah, the mountain's hell not a thing. We don't count that. Yeah, it's like one town has it. That's it. Hello, good day, good morning, good afternoon, good night, wherever you are. Uh, this is What Did I Miss? I am joined today, by the way, my name's Michelle, and that is Paige, and that is Gabe, and we are about to talk sports. Um, we were going to lead today's show with F1, obviously. It is mid to end July, and that's really what we wanted to talk about. But then the Arizona Cardinals, somebody is in a lot of trouble, leaked an amendum, addendum. How come I can't say that word? Addendum. Nailed it. Uh, they leaked it, and it's it's humiliating and embarrassing for everyone actually involved. Kyler Murray, as you probably have heard by now, basically has been mandated to study and to do his job. And actually, it was put in writing. Now, where it gets weird is that it's four hours a week. It's now in writing in his contract, which is basically giving them an out should, you know, Stuff hit the fan down the road. But it's just a bizarro world moment because nobody looks good in this. He doesn't look good. The team doesn't look good. His agent doesn't look good. Somebody leaked it. They leaked it, I think, directly to Ian Rappaport, who basically copied, pasted the whole thing. So we've seen the actual legal writing in the document. And then now we're all sort of processing it and digesting it. And I've heard all kinds of people talking about it, like talking heads, former athletes. Um, the fact that he's a quarterback in the NFL and is being made to study, independent study, by the way, and it's only four hours, is leading everyone to believe, and I think rightfully so, that he wasn't even doing the bare minimum uh, going into this contract. It's a lot of money. He has on record before said that's not really his jam. He's not a big tape guy. He just sort of sees things that no one else sees. And that's what he's been getting by on. Totes get it. But how bad and who looks the worst in all of this? <laughs> it's, it's, this Incredible is one of those stories start. that comes along and you're like, come on, this must be a fake account, right? Like, and you get a, you see all your friends or people in our industry are retweeting and sharing and you're like, no, 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 guys, guys, slow down. You're going to embarrass yourself. This isn't real. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> get to the bottom of it. And it's real. I want to know, it's does real. Coach Kingsbury have to do four hours of independent <laughs> study a week? Because it seems like he might also be the problem in Arizona. Uh, by the way, four hours, though, not even an hour a day. No. Like that is, mm -hmm. I think more people, people spend more time in bathrooms than four hours a week. And that is confirmed. And you're a top highly paid quarterback in the NFL. Shouldn't it already be like three hours of tape a day? Like I Paige, your football queen. It's outside of what the team is already doing, which I thought was funny. But to answer your question, I think it's most embarrassing for the team. Ooh. Right. Because you feel this strongly that you need to stipulate it in his official contract and you're still paying him two hundred and thirty million dollars. Yeah. 
those two things don't add up for me. Well, I mean, unfortunately, I think they add up only in the sense that this is sort of where we are in sports and specifically the NFL. The alternative was you weren't going to keep him at some point. And so it's you run the risk of now replacing him with someone of lesser talent. Obviously, he's talented. Like nobody's arguing that he went undefeated in high school. He's a Heisman mm-hmm. Trophy. But like he's got a lot on his resume, but he also has a lot of his own quotes and behaviors that lead people to think he's still very, very immature and he still maybe doesn't quite get what the workload of being an NFL quarterback should entail. And look, I am not going to sit here and pretend that I, I like, st- look, I was a straight A student in high school. I never picked up a book. I just was lucky. I could cram things in my brain really, really fast and then regurgitate it and boom, glide through everything. But then you you get a rude awakening and that's when you don't go to class in college and you realize, oops, probably should have gone to class. And now my GPA is a point seven. So he's going to learn the hard way. The thing is, he just got rewarded with two hundred and thirty million dollars or whatever it is. He's also being humiliated uh, as it's happening. It's a very bizarre up and down emotional roller coaster. And all they're asking is just do the bare minimum. Just give us, you know, 45 minutes a day of uninterrupted studying. It it's weird because on the one hand, I'm like, you can give me two hundred thirty million dollars and then humiliate the hell out of me. I would not possibly I couldn't care less. Right. But right. overall, it's like, what do his teammates think? What do other teams think? Like he has to understand that as much as he doesn't want to watch tape, every other team is watching tape of him. And so that's the difference between everything he's done already in life and where he is now. So. I don't know. I hope that this serves as a motivator and not something where he kind of rebels and says, well, I'll show them I can still do this without doing any homework. And, and then it just backfires terribly. It's, it's, it's just the fact that it's actually in the contract is what gets exciting. me like this is something that could be like an understanding. Right. Like, yeah, I just that's crazy to me that they actually were like, no, no, we feel so strongly that we're putting in a specific clause that's never been in any NFL contract before <laughs> to do homework. Man, that sucks. It's kind of like if you're if you went to a wedding and you're watching the two people get married and then they did their vows and one of them was like, I vow to never cheat on you again now that the bachelor party is over. I promise I'm totally done doing that. And you'd be like, whoa, dude, what's going on with these two? Like, either keep keep quiet about that. That's your thing, guys. Or don't like need to say it. It's just bizarre. I, I really I laughed when I saw it and I thought like, you know, what a curse to be so talented. Yes. Like Beetle, this does tie it back is. to you a little bit. Like what a curse to be so talented that it gets you to, you're one of the top 10 quarterbacks in the league based on a seemingly just pure talent and being, it seems like a pretty decent guy and a good teammate. Like there's a lot of good qualities there, but not having put in any serious, serious work. That's what holds you back from the next level. And I hate to name all the guys who people have compared him to on Twitter, and I can't stand a few of them. But the comparison to like a bunch of other dudes who just keep on putting in the work to win is because they probably aren't as talented. They had to do extra work. And like, it'd be better if he wasn't as talented almost. Well, it would certainly have given him more drive to have to study, to sort of keep up. But in his mind, he's already there. So what do I need to change? Right. I've gotten this far my way. Why are you trying to change my way? And that, I think, is probably the hardest thing for someone who's just 
innately talented to grasp. Yes, you are great. Yes, you've been given a monster contract, which basically in the world of sports is respect and the points on the scoreboard, right? Like they love you. You are loved. You are great. But imagine what the next level could be if you just gave a little bit more. And so I, I, it'll be interesting because I, I, you know, he has shown signs of immaturity as recently as, you know, erasing all of his social media stuff and taking down any. Rep- <laughs> you know, it's just. It's a weird that's a 2022 we strategy. It's, it's a really, it's a, it's, yeah. And it's that sort of that generation. And that's why my concern is because I do have a bit of that sort of like brat in me. Whereas I would be like, oh, okay. You think what four extra hours is going to make it happen? Watch this. And then in my mind, I'm going to be like, I'm going to take these guys to the Super Bowl. And then when the season's over, I'll be like, guess who didn't watch any extra tape? Your thing failed. <laughs> like, that's why I think I don't want it to go that way. Because now that it's in writing, again, goes back to what Paige said, the writing now gives them an out, which is why I am yes. blown away that his agent allowed that to be in writing. Like that, it just shocks me. And, you know, it's like like putting a weight clause or something in a cut. Like you don't want any of that in writing because now these are things that the smallest thing can actually be a fireable offense because it's in writing. I, I don't get it. Do we think this is like motivation by shame, public shaming? That that doesn't always work. That's what I'm saying. Maybe, but not if he's anything like, you know, some people I know. Yeah, I don't know how you shame a shameless person. I don't think that that works. <laughs> well, uh, that, I don't Amen, know sister. That. Right? Can I Can Amen. I tell you a little nugget I found out? Because I asked a few friends who know, you know, actually know more about the league than me, which is not hard to find those kinds of friends. Mm. Uh, here's one thing I fi- I figured out. They can, in some way, enforce this. Because first, you'd be like, what is four hours of independent study? What the hell does that even mean, right? So right? they need him to watch tape on the team-issued iPad. And apparently, mm-hmm. team-issued iPads are trackable. So, oh, yeah. So other guys, fellas, oh, yeah. keep that in mind when you start using that iPad for anything other than exactly what you're supposed to use it for. I oh, think you know what I mean. That's, that's already that's already known. That's known. Uh, that's it, not okay. new information. See, like for I them. said, I don't know very much, but yeah. I feel like you'd lock it out. That like, yeah, that's that's very much the like I have two phones energy. Well, sometimes that still gets confused. Yeah, it's so you know, yeah. sometimes I get confused. I you know I'm Oops. not worried about that. Oopsie daisy. But good PSA. I'm just <laughs> trying to let the fellas out there know that use those iPads for what they're intended, guys. Sure. Well how are they going to keep track? Is it a matter of like you know, how do you know if he's watching it or if it's just sitting there on while he's doing other stuff? Is there a way I imagine to imagine it's that? like a specific program or something. Like you know how your phone at least mine on Sunday is just like, hey, bitch, you were on your phone for oh, 18 yes. hours a day. You know, I, th- I think it's like that. Like you're on Instagram. But you still have to make it interactive or else you, there's no way of knowing whether or not he's paying attention. You could put on game yeah. tape and then play 2K. Yeah, I could go to sleep. Let that thing run. Well, no, I think you, you can't per the contract, Gabe, or else you're going to be fined. Or... Come but prove that. <laughs> that's Look, honor you're system. talking, Paige, you're, you see, you're smart and educated and accomplished, and I think you probably Good studied. Good start. You're, I don't think this comment's going to You're talking there. to two assholes who've never studied a second <laughs> in their lives. We've been gliding, bro. Gliding. Oh, man. Just That's the bad of... part about getting into college for sports is then you get there to a smart school and you're like, ah, oh, shit, I have to. Do homework. Someone we, actually we, we cared done what your grades too, were. Yeah, <laughs> that's a great point. Only my parents did, and I can I can sweet talk them out of that. That was fine. But yeah, I, I just the Jamarcus Russell thing is what keeps coming up. Like, and that's maybe how they mm. built in some sort of I don't know 
It's because it can't go on the honor code. Like you don't put this thing in writing and then go on the honor code. There's going to be a way yeah, they track this It needs to be trackable. Yeah. yeah. And if you don't know so about Jamarcus Russell, question, it's hilarious. Google it. Will this be on? Well, actually, sorry. Quick. I mean, not to plug something else, but the Players Tribune did a great, uh, had a great story with him and video. It was tremendous. Jamarcus Russell? I highly recommend that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Recently, in the last like month or two. Oh, yeah. Not Kyler. Bless his heart. I think the question is, does this become something that we see in other contracts moving forward? Not if your agent's good. No. Okay. This should never be in writing. This two hundred thirty million. Th- no, that's a, that's Mm-mm. still a win. I you think, are giving right? them r- more reason to possibly not give you two hundred thirty million. Like that's the thing about this. It's one thing to have an agreement. Eh. Okay. Fine. Yeah, I'll do four extra hours of. Bleh. It's another thing that now it's in writing, and if you start mm-hmm. to, you know, misreads or you start to lose or the team starts to suck, and then they're like, "Go, let's go check these hours. Let's make sure everything's in check." Da da da. And you don't you haven't logged it correctly or you haven't don't now all of a sudden it's actually a reason for them to pull a contract yeah. that's hmm. that's what i'm saying like you would think this would be something and i'm sure teams are salivating at the idea that this could be something but if you're an agent worth a damn uh no absolutely not we're not putting that in any well, contracts so good luck <laughs> Congrats to Kyler i hope you study and win a, all the games it's less than an hour a day dude Woo. we could i could even do that I could even watch NFL tape for less. Nah, it's pushing it. But still, I would try for. I try it for a hundred million. Honestly, it's kind of it's kind of where we are. <laughs> I watched about four hours of Stranger Things yesterday. There so you go. I can do it. You've too. already done it. Yeah, you've your whole week's done. You don't even have to watch anymore for the rest of the week. Nah, I'm good. I think this is a trap for Coach Kif- Cliff Kingsbury. Oh, yeah, six at best without oh, glasses, Cliff Kingsbury. I think that they're basically <laughs> trying to establish you're in charge this quarterback hasn't been paying any attention to you clearly you guys start hot and then can't win when people actually like coach against you yep yep manage your team or you're out and we this is one new way that we can track you okay so you think he's as much on the line as kyler is in this 100 percent. i could see that i think frankly that seems to be a big question amongst the talking heads of, of radio world is that while all, all of this is the attentions on Kyler Murray, and rightfully so, it's a big contract, yada, yada, a lot of them will also automatically like 1A it with, but also Cliff Kingsbury. Mm. So that's, we'll see. Mm. We'll see. But it's been, a, it's been a hilarious, I guess, I don't know, 24, 48 hours of listening to people talk about this. I've had quite the time. So thank you, world. And thank you, Arizona Cardinals. Um, in fun news this weekend, the F1 tour continued, this time in Marseille, France, beautiful little town, south of France. Mm. Uh, The French Grand Prix. And it was, look, it's a great race in the sense that one and two were already set. And it was Verstappen and Hamilton, a very sort of deja vu flashback to last season. Throw that away because everything behind that three down was so much fun. And there was so much movement. And uh, I actually enjoyed the race a lot. And Ferrari, I swear to God, I don't know what's wrong with them. Charles Leclerc had pole again and again was leading and again his car did something weird and he spun out and ended up in the wall out of the race. I don't know what's going on. I don't think he knows what's going on and I don't think the team knows what's going on. And he was very quick to accept blame, but I think most people watching don't necessarily think he had any fault in it whatsoever. We will Mm -hmm. find out. His teammate Carlos Sainz started at the 19th spot because he had a penalty for doing some upgrades and changes. And made it a race and like 
boom was it was exciting. It was a good race. Um, I was happy to watch it. It was a 6 a.m. start on the West Coast. That's interesting. That is interesting. The only time West Coast sports does not beat everything else. The only time. I'm now I feel comfortable admitting something. Oh. I, I was alone <laughs> in my house on Sunday morning uh, working through Where's... a five day long hangover. Dude, and... is this a call for help? Like, what is this? A cry? <laughs> I've, been, I've been asking for <laughs> I think help it's a for brag. weeks, guys. <laughs> We're we missing it. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> I was like, okay, today it today's the day. I'm watching the F1 thing. It's got to be on somewhere. I searched around. I couldn't find. Googled. Bro. And then I couldn't find the race. And then finally, didn't it text was, us. It was just on. <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm watching. This is strange. Though they're in France. It's bright out. It's late. I, what the hell's going on? I watched like 10 <laughs> oh minutes God. of the replay on ESPN2. Oh, and yeah. No. Figure out what was happening. And uh, you got to get Do you up want early. me to send you a, a map of the earth with the time zones written out? Or how do you want to <laughs> handle this? That, you know, I should be able to keep track of this kind of thing. My entire family is. On right? the continent right now, I have to, <laughs> I have to keep track of the hours. No, I just, That's I tried. I I'm saying I tried to watch. We're in three time zones. Yeah, every right? time we do this show, the show, we're three, in three time zones. Three of us are literally in different <laughs> yes. time zones. And I have told Paige yesterday, in fact, don't talk to me about central oh my God, time. I'm not doing that math. I know, dude. This how is do you a, think a I glimpse feel? of working with Gabe is just being like, what? Who cares about central? What is Pacific time? Every no, time, no. We anybody. go. It's first of all, if we're gonna pick the 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 big boss, it's Eastern. It's always been Eastern. Yeah, if everything right. goes off of Eastern. What's Pacific, that? you might be second. That's fair. But Eastern's first. I agree. Facts. But Beetle, you... Then Central, you, then Mountain, right? Mountain time's fake. Mountain time yeah, mountain's not a thing. Get the hell we don't out count of that. Mountain time. Yeah, it's like one town has it. That's it. Beetle <laughs> respects this, though, Paige. Beetle, yeah. even though she made the choice to live in Central time, realizes <laughs> her friends and colleagues are not yep. in that strange place, and I need yep. to adapt the way I speak for them. Mm. Yeah, and it's why whenever I'm setting anything up, whether it be with you guys or like anything, I always triple confirm it because I know, mm -hmm. all right, I'm just making sure it's five Eastern, four mm -hmm. Central. Like I want to make, because, you know, the time zone thing has has screwed plenty of people Ugh. over in the years. But when it's in Europe, it's a whole nother, yeah, wait till they're in it's Asia. Good. Then it's like. I'm Googling at that point. I literally am like, what time is it in London right now? Like that's what I'm, and then I do math. Well, isn't it just five hours for you? Mm -hmm. I don't I, yep. forget. Okay, London, bad one. Pick a country; doesn't matter. France, I'll be like, six hours I don't know. for you. Sure, because like Europe for me is seven hours. Guys, let's just let's get a little more worldly, okay? This where is, is this going? This is really embarrassing. I don't, who won the I don't race? Who <laughs> won? Oh, who won the race? Max Respect for Max. Duh. Uh, and it was beautiful. Oh, and I'm sorry. I should have started with the lead. Matthew McConaughey was there. Hell uh, yeah. Roaming around. Yeah. But the thing, the one question we haven't gotten answered yet, and I'm, it's also because I did not Google it afterwards, even though it was what I was thinking, because every other A-list celebrity that's been at one of these races, it turns out after the fact, we find out they have some sort of F1 project thing that mm -hmm. they're working on. So I'm like, <gasps> and then I've already written this whole screenplay for Matthew McConaughey because I don't know if he's there for a project or just because he wants to be there, but he's in the South of France and a lot of celebrities are in the South of France right now on these yachts. And so I thought, well, it could be a coincidence or... Matthew McConaughey starring in an upcoming film as he plays the father of Cooper Tucker, who is a kid who grows up in a small town in Texas, surrounded by NASCAR family and friends. But he is an outlier and he wants nothing to do with NASCAR, but he loves driving fast cars. Dad, 
I want to go to Europe and I want to drive one of them fast cars. And his dad's like, absolutely not. We are a NASCAR family. And Cooper Tucker rebels against everything and becomes the first American hillbilly to dominate F1. What do you think? Yeah. I've got I'm working on titles, obviously. You right? just gave the whole idea away. Well, I've, it's, I've already I've already paid. We'll just bleep that it whole thing. Copyrighted or what do you do with the scripts? Do you Maybe just this. Protect I it? think uh, this sort of counts as intellectual property. I oh, love yeah, you're that. right. I you're love right. That. Who plays no. Cooper Tucker? That I can't decide if I want to go with like an unknown rising star or somebody already established. I feel like it could be an opportunity rising. for an unknown to really mm-hmm. announce their presence with. A you already have McConaughey. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? He's the star. So, yeah, I'm working on that in my mind. Can I pitch you one casting idea? Obviously. We've talked about him on this show. I already forgot his name. (laughs) That Pierre Stallion of a man from Top Gun Maverick. The the new uh, guy. Miles Teller? No. No, uh, Powell. Glenn Powell? Glenn Powell. Give me Glenn Powell in that car. I know all their names. Yeah, but quick question. Is Matthew McConaughey going to look like he's his dad, or is it is too close-ish in age? I don't know. Although it's Texas, and you have him young out here, so that could work. Yeah, and, and McConaughey looks great, but he's he's fifty something years old at this point. Well, how old's Glenn Powell? Isn't he like thirty something? He's like thirty. Uh, it could something. work actually. Nah, Adam, when he's about twenty, yeah, like twenty-five yeah, yeah, yeah. year old guy right. in Top Gun. I'm back in. I'm back in. Glenn Powell looks like he's going to be Cooper Tucker. <laughs> Call him Coop. <laughs> Somebody get me somebody get his agent on the line. We're gonna make an offer today. Uh it's yeah, done. so next race is Hungary. I leave for Budapest on Thursday. <gasps> it's only gonna take me 16 days to get there from here. And I can't wait. Probably gonna leave after this show today. <laughs> so we'll see. It'll be fun. It'll be my first one that's not Austin in person. And I'm kind of excited about it. Passport's gonna get used finally. We're taking a quick break. I know there's a ton of oh God. I don't, I've already looked ahead of the B block. It just says breaking Gabe news. We'll be back with that. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com courtside to learn more. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. All right, we're back with uh, what else did we miss? And, and Gabe, you're up, buddy. Take it away. So just <laughs> before we started recording, we were, you know, having a little small talk. Our mm-hmm. Jerome, our favorite person on the team, was telling us about the uh, soccer team in Toronto that he pays yep. close attention to. And uh, my mm-hmm. brain started to sort of fade down that talk. Canadian soccer, not really my thing. So I went to see what was happening in the NFL, and I found the most important story of the day. Okay. The Green Bay Packers have tweeted a video that I am going, it's in, in the rundown. I'd like you all to watch it with me. Uh, this is uh, franchise quarterback Aaron Rodgers arriving at camp oh. dressed as Cameron Poe of Con Air. And that it is, is sensational. 
I can't what even say happening? the word. It's that good. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers dressed as Cameron Poe from Con Air. I'm not even Googling to double check his name. That's Nicolas Cage's character. He looks awesome. This is becoming a weird thing for Aaron Rodgers. Okay. He did a two year long bit to dress what? up as John Wick for Halloween. That's true. Now yes. he's rolling up to camp as Nicolas Cage and Con Air. I mean, well, first of all, one of the greatest films of all time, obviously, but what is the end game here? Is there like a, like, is a movie in the works? Are these his? I think you're overthinking it. It's just fun and games. Well, where I want to be in the room when he and whoever, his friends or a girlfriend or whoever, when they come up with these things, like, hey, guess what I'm going to do on Tuesday? Like, okay. You think he talks to other people about this? No way. Probably not. Well, he maybe just... like one person. He like, meditates on it for six hours and then <laughs> that he stares at his tattoo. The tattoo tells him what to do <laughs> and then right. he does it. <laughs> like that's I it. wow. Con that Air. Is, that I is... saw Con Air at too young of an age, just oh, FYI. It was my first R rated movie. What? I wasn't even trying to be like I'm young. I was like nine. It was extremely inappropriate. What? Con Air? Yeah. yeah. The whole Buscemi storyline would be very traumatizing. We like snuck. We like snuck the movie down. We were really excited to watch a rated R movie, and um, I didn't one. sleep for weeks. Really? You must have been yeah. a wiener as a child. Good lord! I still am. Grow up. <laughs> no. <laughs> that's awesome. That is that's mad points. For wow! That. It's also, not even a game right. day. It's like random Tuesday in July. Camp. It's reporting to camp. I know, but like camp. I want these. Walk. I want this every Sunday. I want that every Sunday. Please. Every Maybe. Okay. Do we think that's. No. Go what? ahead. Say it, Paige. You're thinking say something, it. something sneaky. Mm -hmm. No, not sneaky. I was just like, is this, does this become a thing that he does like every pregame? I hope is a different so. character. Yeah. That's the, that's the hope and dream and wish. That's what we want. Mm -hmm. And he can, he's earned it. Like if people, uh, like Kyler Murray can't do that. Okay. He haven't earned it yet, but Aaron Rodgers yeah, can. Yeah. That's a good call. Although some people say Aaron Rodgers should have more Super Bowl wins by now. But, uh, you know, can't argue that. If the Packers are like, hey, Aaron, have you studied game tape? He's like, yes, I've done a lot of independent study this week. I rewatched Con Air <laughs> twice and uh, it was great. It still, I mastered it still holds the up. hair. <laughs> it still holds up. For sure. It still holds up. That's awesome. Gabe, well done, sir. Wow. Okay, I'm glad I you showed you. us I that. had some good breaking news and uh, I, I contributed. All right. Yeah, I like it. That's what else? else did we miss, Paige? Oh, I don't. How do I go after you that? <laughs> you really can't. Good I mean, lord! Just call it a all day. right. Well, I enjoyed this from over the weekend, which was that. Um, so Madison Bumgarner, I think we've talked about him before. He's kind of a troll of a human, but he called out uh, Victor Robles. Um, he called him a clown for what he thought was admiring his home run that he hit off of him. Um, the Diamondbacks, by the way, won the game. I think like seven two or eight two or something. But I love this because Victor responded via his, via his interpreter Saturday night after the game and the comments were pretty tame about just like, yeah, man, if you don't want to have home runs hit off you, then pitch better, essentially. Thank you. But then I want your take on this, Beads. He wore a clown nose to Sunday's game. So on the petty joy scale, one to ten, one being bad, ten being incredible, where does this rank? No, it's perfect. Even though they mm. lost the game, he lost the game. He still came in with like a little bit of fire. Yes. No, I love it yeah. oh, because it's it is such a stupid, whiny baby thing to say. Don't give up a home run 
and then a dude won't admire it. It is just that simple. And so I also think as a pitcher, as a competitive person, I would never want to give my opponent any sort of light. So cool. You hit a home run. Don't care. It's happened before. It'll happen again. We still won. Blah blah. It's just weird to call him a clown. I would I would argue that he's the clown. (laughs) 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 But yeah, I think wearing a red clown nose is chefs, especially in baseball, where my God. Ooh, having too much fun, guys. Take it back a couple notches. That's awesome. I, yeah. Now I'm a fan. I mean, I say I'm yeah. a fan. I'll never watch, but a fan. No. He should wear the, the clown nose up to the plate next time he faces <laughs> yeah. him. I mean, is there a rule against it? I bet it's not actually written out. I, think, I bet you could get away I with think, it. No, I think there's rules against like excess what? whatever. Bullshit. They wear 20, it's, it's 20 pound they chains. They don't want to have fun. I don't know. The, I say take the necklaces off, add the clown noses. Or, I'm or in. clown paint. <laughs> You could, I don't think they could stop you from wearing oh, clown paint. Oh, that's funny. Because you that's could say funny. it's like zinc for the sun. All right. Exactly. Well, you want me to funny. have cancer? Like, <laughs> it's just perfect. I take s- skincare very seriously. <laughs> yep, fixed it. You're welcome, baseball. Oh, baseball. I hope you're listening. I hope you're listening, baseball. <laughs> oh, God, what else? What All right, else? I'm, I'm going to bring this one up. I got to just tell you, I, I'm terrified of this topic, but here goes. For a lot of reasons that mostly serious, not serious. I can't tell. So basically your favorite institution, uh, at least at one time, Beatle, the WWE is going through some big changes. Yeah. Vince McMahon says he's retiring, quote, as I approach 77 years old, I feel it's time for me to retire as chairman and CEO of WWE. Um, But obviously, I think those of us who pay attention know that there have been some pretty serious allegations about the way he handled himself over the years. I don't know what's true and what isn't, but I know that this was not just one day he decided to step down. So Triple H is coming back into the fold. He'll be handling a whole bunch of stuff. Stephanie McMahon has a bigger role. Uh, Nick Khan, who's uh, one of the big names behind the scenes, will have a big role. Beetle, what do you think all this means for WWE? Absolutely nothing. Okay. Nothing. It's, you know, the beauty of being, for all intents and purposes, a family owned business is that, okay, I'm going to step down. He's still the majority shareholder. The company, WWE, the organization is synonymous with the McMahon name and will be for the foreseeable future. So it means nothing now. And I get it. There's a lot of legal going on behind the scenes. And full disclosure, Nick Khan was my agent for many years, the uh, the best years, honestly. <laughs> and this. <laughs> But it's crazy. And he, and he left he left representing schmucks like me and went to WWE and now is going to be in charge of the whole thing. So that's kind of cool. But I'm happy that Stephanie will have a larger role. I always root for that. I think she's like a cool, badass woman. But it's it's a tough pill to swallow as women because there have been a lot of stories that have come out. Um, very large numbers in the millions and millions of dollars that have been paid out in settlements that have been reported so obviously, there's been a track record and a pattern of this sort of behavior. Now, is any of it surprising? No, none of it's surprising. And if you follow wrestling at all in any shape or form, big, small, whatever, there, there's a lot of dirt that goes on behind the scenes. It's just, you know, I, I was about to say it's not like running a church, but then I realized that that's actually worse. But yeah, it is. It's kind of a dirty business. He's still going to be very much a part of it, just not the front forward facing facing forward. How do you say that? Good Lord, Michelle, I need some ginkgo biloba, but it's nothing. It changes nothing. Uh, The company goes on. They've had scandals. They've had tons of scandals over the years. This is just another one. But it's a little 
this is different than some of the other times stuff happens there where like they can't write this into a plot like it's no. not like vince is going to show up and be a heel now like th he's no. he's done being a face at all is what you what you assume right oh see that's the one thing i have learned uh in being a wwe fan is that nothing is impossible and okay. look even when some of these stories started to break a few weeks ago several weeks ago now he came out like he was at an event and came out and they sort of treated it like, you know, here comes Vince McMahon. Da, da, da. And if you follow any of the news, you're like, this is awkward. But fans don't care. And because there's such a. Blurry line between reality and stories in the WWE, I will never say never. I, I've, I would not be shocked if at some point we see him somewhere in the ring, All which right. is partly why WWE keeps going. You just don't know. Shout out Nick Khan. All right. Well, you didn't miss that story, obviously. <laughs> you you seem plugged in there. No, I just I've been I've only just been following it because I was curious to see um, you know, how they would handle it. But then again, majority shareholder. He'll be fine. Print that money. I don't have a good segue, so I'm gonna just dive into this one. I know. I I think I used them all up last week with Greg. <laughs> Fair. Uh, okay, over the weekend at the Moscow Open, I know you were following that, which yes. is a chess tournament, oh. um, a robot was playing a young boy, and the kid made a move too early. The robot did not like that <laughs> and reached across and broke the kid's finger. So question from Quincy. Oh, boy. Our producer. He says, should they put the robot down like they did poor Harambe? <laughs> First of all, never forget Harambe. Start there. Um, we made you! Maximum Overdrive reference. You better know what that's from. And thirdly, no. Kids should have, kids should have not gone too early. Those are the rules, man. There's protocol to that damn game. You better follow it. That, he broke his finger. Broke his First the of all, that tells video. me that the robot is now thinking on its own, which is Our step number 400 sentient. in them taking over. So this is not good for the rest of us, by the way. I hope everyone realizes mm -mm. that. We did it on its own. It's done doing what it was programmed to do. It's thinking for itself now. We're screwed. Holy yeah. shit. Yeah, I haven't been watching, but this is literally the plot of Westworld. Is this. <laughs> like, guys, this is, there's nothing funny about this. It, it, today it was a seven-year-old seven-year-old's finger like it's gonna be a grown-up's neck real soon first of all all uh, right all right shout Let's... out first don't take it from westworld maximum overdrive did this before that okay that's when the robot started taking over that's okay. when the machines uh, started taking over there was actually a movie. terminator no maximum overdrive is before terminator really <laughs> i don't I'll bet know. you a dollar I'm looking Google it up. Should, is Maximum I, Overdrive a movie that I should uh, watch? It's a Stephen uh, uh, King movie, uh, so if you like awesomeness, yeah, you probably should. Wow, that Starring was a genuine Emilio question. An ACDC soundtrack. Yes or no answer would have been fine. It's one of my favorite movies from the 80s. Okay. From, from I, 1986, specifically. Okay, and Terminator? And when was the Terminator, Beatle? I don't know. 1984. Damn it! Oh, yes. wait a second. Wait a minute. Ding, ding, ding. Because Maximum Overdrive is actually based on another movie that was made before it that Definitely. is in the 70s. Wasn't prepared for that. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. A lot of people don't know that because this was the one that got all the pug. But it's based on Trucks, which is a story by Stephen King, which I think is a much worse name. 
in maximum overdrive. Trucks? <laughs> yes. Yep, trucks. But bottom line is, I've been waiting for this day for basically since I was born. It, this is, it's coming. So count your days, enjoy your time with your loved ones, because it's probably short-lived. Well, speaking of things being short-lived, Gabe, there do you, you go. want to up this other one? Uh, yes, it was announced yesterday. <laughs> this is tragic, honestly. <laughs> oh mm. Mm. That Klondike is mm. discontinuing the Choco Taco. What the hell's a Choco Taco? Apparently, <gasps> the, the audience Michelle. would prefer other forms of Klondike products over the Choco Taco. I don't know who the hell they asked to get that answer. I don't but... even know what a Choco Taco is. Yeah. Okay. I'm. Yeah, I'm so upset. We right might now. need to stop At down you? and just. This is. It's fine when we Google things on the fly, like maximum overdrive. To not know what a choco taco is is credibility damaging beyond what we should. Well, air. this is this is how much I didn't know what it was. I accidentally Googled taco choco. <laughs> so apparently, really? I, know I, I mean, it's hmm. adorable. It's literally a taco with ice cream with chocolate and nuts on it. It's cute. So why, yeah, why would you get rid of that? It's adorable. It looks it's not fun adorable. and compact. It's the best ice cream thing you can buy it's in a freezer. Better than a ice cream sandwich? I don't think so. Yes. Yeah, so. yeah, it's an ice cream sandwich with the fun of a taco. So let me ask you this: I'm it's obviously not. Dessert. I'm not affected by this because I didn't know. But you two are clearly having a time. So mm. how do you both feel about it? Upset, sad, okay. distraught. Okay despairing mm -hmm. i would say let down i i think that this Hopeless. is yeah this is up there with the robot takeover like who's making these decisions who who thought that Men. this was okay i demand answers you should demand. you know what though or you could silver lining this bad boy and realize that now there's an opportunity for a young hungry group of people to come out with their own company that makes the taco choco maybe that's you is that my second great idea in one podcast? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> it's embarrassing. Can we work Choco Choco into the Cooper Chucker movie? <laughs> it's probably going to be one of our main sponsors. I bet you that Taco Chacos are what Cooper <laughs> Tucker eats when he wins races. That's like his go-to signature That's his go-to. And when all of the big businesses come a-calling because they want to pay him, he's like, no, I'm sticking with Taco Choco because I've been with Taco Choco since the beginning. Because his dad all. gave him one after he won his first race at age five. Exactly. Exactly. And think about Ugh. F1 sponsors. These are like the highest of the Heidi, the hoity toities, the mm -hmm. Richard Meal watch companies of the world. So, sure. yeah, for him to turn that kind of stuff down for the Taco Choco just tells you what kind of guy Cooper Tucker really is. I love this guy the more I hear about him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get on this. I'm going to write it this weekend. On my on the plane. This weekend? This weekend? On the, on, on okay. the plane. I'm going to write it on the wow. plane. When my Xanax kicks in. Okay. The beauty starts coming out. <laughs> <laughs> well, I am sorry to both of you guys for your losses, and I really hope you're able to find some solace and some peace somewhere in that. Okay, but we're going to get on our stories. We're going to get it fixed, and we're going to take a break because I see words wrapping things up when we come back. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, Everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. 
You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com courtside to learn more. Okay, you guys, we're going to wrap it up now. The What I Miss podcast. Um, we have voicemails, Paige? We do. Well, texts, actually. Oh, texts. I even like that. Okay, so we have a few texts from everyone. And just as a reminder, you can text this number, 631-397-0403. Um, we love going through all the submissions and picking some out. So here are today's. Uh, this first one says, even before the Netflix show, I've been a huge Formula One fan and motorsports fan, parentheses, except for NASCAR. Mm-hmm. My question for you guys is, why are you not watching indie racing as well? It has similar street races and courses like Formula One, but also has oval racing, oval racing where they go three and four wide at 200 miles per hour and has former hmm. Formula One drivers and some of the teams as well. I think it's just as exciting. Wanted to get your opinion. That is fair. And I have heard this argument before. And I yeah, I'm aware of some of the F1 drivers. Um, there's also a kid named Colton Herta. I hope I'm saying his last name right, but he's American kid, the youngest IndyCar winner. and the rumored replacement of Daniel Ricardo at McLaren at some point, which is obviously a big talk of the town right now because people love Daniel Ricardo and I don't think they want to see him keep jumping ship like Kevin Durant. So it's like, ah, but then again, there is a craving for an American in the Formula One. So yeah, I have heard this and I think my answer is just simply, I'm so new to Formula One that I haven't really even thought about venturing out it's like i'm still trying to grasp all of this and like immerse myself in that but i don't have anything against indycar for sure and don't I, you know nascar is where cooper tucker came from so i you know, can't hate on that either at this point mm. are we sure that text didn't come from cooper tucker I, that's the call honestly it crossed my mind inside the house it did, yeah it crossed my mind because he probably was thinking he's got to go indy first to formula one but i think his heart's going to get him to formula one before anything else i really do if your name is Cooper Tucker and you're listening, please text us. Okay, thanks. Can I Speaking, can I just hold on? Sorry, real quick, Paige. Ahead. Can I just admit something? Yeah. I don't know if Beetle made that name up or that is a real person. Oh, I'm, I'm sure it's a real person. So, what do you okay, mean? So like an actual Matthew, famous person already? So your whole script idea is based on a fictional person named yes. Cooper Tucker who Matthew McConaughey would be the father of in the movie. Correct. There's no real Cooper Tucker anywhere on this planet. Correct. No, I mean, there's a, probably a, a Cooper Tucker of, exists. No, I yeah. know. Lots of lacrosse teams have a guy named His Cooper sister's Tucker. name yeah. is like Kaylee with like E's and weird places and stuff. Yeah. yeah. yeah Kaylee Lee. And uh, <laughs> right. Matthew McConaughey's character's name, his real name is Richard, but they've been calling him Rooster. Since he was four years old. Okay. So it's like Rooster okay. and Cooper Tucker. Sure. Flying business Rooster class Tucker. to Monaco. Boom. There's your opening scene. Flashback. Can't after wait to that. read it next week <laughs> when you get back. Okay. We'll have a session. This is a text. Uh, yes. I've been a fan of beads for a while. Damn. I agree with her a lot of the time, but sometimes <laughs> I'm just taking it back from what her takes are there uh, i think the best part about this show is how it makes gabe and page react uh, example sinatra 
Thank mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was so upset. Wait, what? Whoa, whoa, what's this? I was so upset with Gabe <laughs> as he revealed his love for Tim Tebow. Dude, seriously, who wrote this stupid text? Not me. Tebow was an awful NFL quarterback. He was given so many chances that he did not earn Mets, Jags. What? What? This was the same dude who said college football players should not be paid and do it, quote, for the love of the game. He did say that. Said the privileged white boy. What? He said that. Defend yourself. If you're a Gators fan, fine. But beyond that, that's a no for me, homie. All right. Wait. Go ahead, Gabe. I don't have to defend anything here. Yeah, you do. And I know I'm not a Gators fan. I'm a Tim Tebow fan. But what did he say that was wrong in there? Well, he earned the chances. He didn't All of succeed. Them? All of them. Well, you know what? That's the way life works. <laughs> you build up good karma. People give you the benefit of the doubt, right? I don't think so, that's how life works at all. I think there are a lot of people with works? shitty karma who are getting more chances than anyone else, quite frankly. Well, that is also true. But don't <laughs> you think Tim Tebow got the chance to show up at some of these camps and and try to prove himself athletically because he was considered the greatest college football player of all time. So people said maybe he could kind of do it again. We just put him in the right situation. Don't you think that's reasonable? So what's the difference between him and Al Bundy? I'll tell you. Al Bundy was never given all these chances. That's the problem. But they were both highly successful at what they did, and they peaked early. Okay, but would I have liked to see Al Bundy try to play right field for the Mets minor league team? Yes, yes, I would have. Yeah, I would have loved it. Probably would have yeah. changed my whole outlook on baseball, honestly. I think, I think he's right in the sense that Tim Tebow probably got a handful more chances than anyone else. And that's fine, but he did. Somebody show me any evidence that Tim Tebow isn't a great human who does great things for all kinds of people. Somebody show me that. I have heard this exact Tebow spiel. Gabe and I have worked together for like, two three years now let's call it i would say over under 500 times oh my gosh i hope you get a raise every time you have to hear it that's awful well thank you i'll use this in my next (laughs) all right well to to my homie who texted that no i'm not i'm not apologizing for this i appreciate you listening we can debate this offline one day but i will say it did come from an la number it really did could be anyone when you know probably it's coming from inside the house i love it Next. Paige has to go. Apparently, for the first time ever, it's not her internet that's the problem. It's uh, managing her calendar. Yeah, so she has to go. So I'm going to read you this last text, Beetle. <laughs> okay. uh, here's our texter. Says, back in 1997, I was in the middle of a Leonardo DiCaprio boycott. Damn. Because I hated him in Romeo and Juliet. That's an interesting start. That is. As a result, I never saw Titanic. I've never felt more validated in that decision than by hearing Michelle blast Titanic on the podcast. That said, a tip for Gabe. Why do I keep getting dragged on these? From one dad to another, when my kids aren't listening at bedtime, nothing gets them put, to put on their PJs faster than when I use my phone to play My Heart Will Go On at them. Huh. Okay. Torture. Very good. Elliot. That's uh, our friend Elliot. Oh, yeah. Chiming in. So uh, I know Elliot. Hi, Elliot. Resp- responses to Elliot and the Titanic take. It's just always nice to, you know, look, it wouldn't change my opinion if people disagree with me, but it's also nice to hear it being validated. When you're right and people get that, it's always good. It's always good to see other people getting it because I have to deal with you and Paige all the time who don't get it. And so shout out Elliot for understanding what Titanic was all about. Not even worth seeing for Elliot. And that says something. 
Yeah, I'm, I, I, he tweeted something similar. I, I didn't realize it was the same person. I am kind of confused by the idea of playing My Heart Will Go On to my kids, but never watching Titanic. I can't see how that would happen. But. Well, you can still love Celine Dion. Uh, you don't have to have necessarily seen the movie. So, <laughs> Do you remember this? Sh- was it Sherry O'Terry? The <laughs> SNL sketch? I think so. Where she, <laughs> she's... I, it's amazing. I sing your song better than you. <laughs> Oh, that's scary, Jerome. Right now, Jerome, for listeners, is chiming in. His voice is not being recorded to tell us it was Anna Gasteyer, not Sherry O'Terry. Thank you, Jerome. Thank you, Jerome. Uh, We have to assume Anna Gasteyer is Canadian, and that's why he knew that. Ooh, that's a good call. And even if she's not, she is now. And that's kind of how that works. So, yes, thank you guys all for for sending in some messages. Please keep doing it. Please keep uh, tweeting and texting Gabe about Tim Tebow. That will give me life. Tim Tebow or Tim Tebow. It'll give me life and breath. And so I appreciate it. Um, that's going to do it. This is this episode of What Did I Miss? And Paige already mentioned it. 631-397-0403. Call, text, send a picture, whatever. And for Gabe and for Paige and for Jerome, kind of, we bid you adieu. Looking for the best place to buy tickets for any of your favorite teams or sporting events? We've got the spot. Our partner, StubHub, has been the leading ticket marketplace in the world for over 20 years, providing a 100% guarantee with every order. From a worldwide selection of live events, the widest choice of tickets and industry-leading partnerships, StubHub has what you need to purchase with confidence. StubHub, an official partner of The Athletic.